Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Music Lab. I'm Dr. Ali Roman, and today we're looking at the interface of Logic Pro. Uh, this is Logic Pro 10, and uh, we will be looking at uh, all the different parts of this interface of this particular digital audio workstation, DAW. I've used Logic before, I've used Ableton and Reason. Uh, I like Logic. I like Logic 9 more than 10, but this is 10. Uh, and we're going to look at loops. So let's see what loops are about, why people use loops, and why people pretend that they don't use loops, and how you can use loops to kind of get going, particularly if you are uh, just getting started with music production. So this is Logic, and to get to this screen, you have to open the software and hit file new. When you hit file new, uh, you probably will get a screen that says software instrument, and you just kind of uh, create a new project with the default settings, and it will take you to this screen. And so this screen is, uh, it'll look, it might look a little bit different on your side, but um, if you start clicking around on the top uh, menu bar here, you'll begin to see that clicking on these little boxes here will open and close certain menus. So on the top left, if I click on this box, it says if you hold if you hold your cursor over it, it will say library, click on library. And this this is a library of sounds. And if you bring your mouse to the bottom here, you'll see that there is a scroll bar. And if you click and scroll to the left, you'll see a list of, uh, these are software instruments. So these are not your instruments that you are recording, uh, like a guitar in your hand into your microphone. Uh, these are built-in instruments that are built into the software. And um, we'll look at what those are exactly in a second. But on the bottom here is legacy. So if you click, if I scroll back, if you click on legacy, you'll see logic. These are actually from Logic 9. Scroll back, Logic, GarageBand, Jampack 1. These are all from um, Logic 9, Legacy. And then if you go up here, things like Arpeggiator, these sounds are new. And if I just give you a quick example of what a software instrument is, let's say we click on Piano, uh, Grand Piano and Pad. Let's click on the first Grand Piano. If I double click, um, let's say I, yeah, it'll, there's already a track available here. Let's say I wanted to make a new track file, uh, track, if you click on track, new track, software instrument, create, and there it is. So that one, again, you can, you can change the instrument, um, uh, and we're still in pianos here. And, um, to actually, to actually play the instrument, if you click on the track here, and if you want to actually play the instrument and you don't have a MIDI keyboard that's plugged in via USB to your computer and you want to just use your keyboard as a kind of piano, then you have to open up music typing, musical typing. And so you can see that I'm, I'm in the help bar here and I'm looking at musical typing, menu items. So here it's under window, window and musical typing. All right. And um, you might not see it on your side, but on my side, there's um, 
window that opens up for musical typing and the piano keys match up to your keyboard. So if you type ASDF, you can actually see here um, that it is functioning like a MIDI keyboard. And then of course, here's the stop button and you can hit the, you can make sure you activate your track. It's now ready to record. And if you click on record, So it's recording and it's created a little bit of a, it's created a little um, MIDI, what is this called? A MIDI thing. I forgot what this is technically called, but it's a little MIDI um, area here. So we're not looking at that at the moment. What we are looking at are um, loops. So up in the top left here, this is the library opening and closing your software sounds. This is your inspector, which we don't need um at the moment this is a help button this is toolbar we don't need that right now either smart controls we don't need that um this is a mixer this we will need uh and this is so if we go back and if you look at this midi section that i created and if we click on this little spot here this is a, a looper and you can drag it to match up with your um, MIDI area. And we click on uh, act this button here, which is activating the loop. And if we push play, all right, let's say we wanna just loop this first half here and we can click this area here is the um, playhead of the sequencer. And if we push play, all right. and if we click on the mixer here, you'll see that the sounds match up with one of one of these um, tabs here. Let's push play. All right. So you can see that this is when your tracks here, when you go, when you, when you close the mixer, there's track one, there's track two. And you can see that this matches up. This is the first track. This is the second track. And the reason you're seeing some sort of volume, volume in the other tracks here is because um, these are effects. So we'll come back to that. But you're looking primarily at, the, at these two items here. These are your faders connected with your first and second track. That's why the second track here has no audio. All right, so moving along. So this is your library. This is your inspector. This inspector thing is actually is useful even for now because um, it focuses on the particular track that you're working with. I push play here. This is the particular track that you're working with. This is the general stereo out, which we'll come back to. And these are effects, compressors, tape delay, etc. These are automatically put in here because this is a software instrument and they've already set up the software instrument for you. All right, let's close that up. So what we were trying to get to today 
was not the rewind button, not the stop button, not the play button, not the record button, not the loop button, even though we've looked at some of these. Uh, nor the uh, nor this um, reader of the playhead position, etc., etc., or the tempo, 120 beats per minute. We're also not looking at this. What we are looking at is uh, this button here loops loop browser so if we click on loop browser then we will see um, a bunch of loops and there's a search bar here where you can search through your loops um, to look for different things whether you're looking for a beat um, and you can actually preview this by clicking on it All right, and to turn it off, you click on the icon on the left, and it gives you a little bit of information. The tempo is 120 beats per minute. The key is in the key of D. Um, and when you, so what you can do is you can actually drag these loops over to um, a new track. And it says your drag app loops here to create instrument tracks. The reason some are green and some are blue is because the green one is um, um, a, uh, a MIDI track. So if I drag this over here. If I drag this over here, it is a uh, 12 string acoustic software instrument. And if I click on this little MIDI area here, all right, we don't wanna do that. We wanna just close this. Let's see if we can close this. All right, you can see that when I double clicked on it, it opened up this thing. And this is an editor. So if you want to close that, you go up to the scissors here and you close the editor. Um, what I'd rather do is let me close, let me click on the loop button, close the loops. And then I'd like to look at this without uh, opening the editor. I'd like to just see it um, in a zoomed in way. Up here on the right, top right, this is where you can zoom in vertically click and then drag to the right here you can zoom in horizontally click and drag to the right zoom in even further all right you can see that these are um you can see that these are these are if i click on s which is the sole of the instrument here these are and i'm going to expand the looper these are just notes on uh, notes on a scale so this is kind of like a piano. Instead of going left to right, it's a piano that is vertical, uh, bottom to up. So if you think about um, piano keys, G, A, B, C, D, E, and going all the way up from left to right, you have to kind of turn your head to the side here. And that's what this is. Um, and if we could click play. So these are multiple notes at a time, but you see it goes from a lower note to a higher note. And as the sequencer moves along, um, it's as though someone is playing these, just like I played when I played previously, if I solo this one and I remove the solo button here, just like when I played these notes here, um, it was recording my, um, every time I pressed a key down, it was recording it 
so this is me holding um i think it was it was the letter a on the keyboard which i think was g on the piano and it's recording my notes so if i go down here this is doing the same thing it's recording the notes um that someone who created this little loop on the team that created logic someone recorded this and then saved it as um as a little music file that you can that you can play now the reason if i go back to loops here i mentioned that some of these are green and some of these are blue the green one uh, the green ones are midi files meaning that um that um this is basically a um logic software recording someone's um performance so somebody actually sat here and used a midi keyboard and recorded the notes and so it has recorded the notes and how long the notes were pressed down and um you can change the instrument here so if we go back and click on library and here the, I, I clicked on this track it's a 12 string acoustic guitar I can actually change the instrument and it'll just so it, it the um midi file the fact that this is a midi file means that at logic has recorded um the notes on the midi keyboard and you can actually change the instrument but it'll keep the same notes so let's see what happens when i change the instrument So you can see that it's it's the this the MIDI file is not interested in um, recording the music the sound it's more interested in recording uh, your actions uh, like a MIDI keyboard functions like a mouse and so it's instead of recording your clicks it's recording um, which notes that you pressed on your MIDI keyboard your piano looking keyboard or your um, or your typing keyboard and uh, it wants to know what notes you played and how long you played them and then it'll put any kind of software instrument on there so when you go back to loops here the ones in blue the ones in blue are actually um, audio files so those are this is somebody who actually recorded the audio into the microphone and you cannot change those notes. It's, this is just a, a straight up audio file. If I, if I drag this over here, you can see that it looks like an audio file. This is a stereo audio file with the um, uh, left, left and right sides of the audio. If I, if I, if I play this. All right, let's say we looked up uh, a beat. All right, so you can see that these are these are um, audio files. These are waves, wave files. These might be um, AAC files, similar to MP3 files. So you can't quite edit these in the same way. You can you can cut audio out, uh, but you can't change the instrument because um, it, this is just the audio as it was recorded into a microphone. Again, this is recording just your um, like it's recording the uh, 
clicks of a mouse. This is click. This is recording the um, clicks of your keyboard, your typing keyboard or your MIDI keyboard that looks like a piano. All right. So let's remove all these. Let's remove all these, and let's see. And let's see if we can. Um, The reason this is all zoomed in is because I hit the letter A, which is automation. We'll come back to that. And let's unzoom. So now I'm going to the top here. I'm, re I'm removing loops. And what we're going to do is to wrap up here is we're going to do the thing that I wanted to do. Let's, I'm going to click on this one. I'm going to hit shift, left shift, click on the top one. So I'm selecting all, delete. So I've deleted all, all the audio. Let me just go ahead and create a software instrument because it's forcing me to do that. Let's close the library here. And so what I want to do now is I want to actually look at some loops and get a sense of why you would bother using loops. So this is why we're using loops. We're using loops because we want to get a sense we, if we're having trouble getting started with the song and we just want um, things to begin moving along, what we might do is we might um, try to get some inspiration from one of these loops just to get moving. And then we can always remove the loop after we start building our own set of tracks. And so let's say, for example, we started with just a simple drum kit. Uh, let's say we looked at natural drum kit one. All right, 108 beats per minute. Once you drag it over, it'll match up with your beats per minute of your song 120 your project all right and so if i click play here all right it actually it actually changed the project tempo to 110 you can click on it and and uh, drag it upward to 120. All right, that reminds me a little bit of a, um, um, I forgot the name of it, but there was some Armin Van Buren album, which was trance music. And at some point, uh, the trance beat switches over to a regular acoustic drum set and it sounded a bit like that. All right, so that might be a little bit inspiring potentially if you're working on a, if you're trying to get going with a song or a track. And let's say we wanted to just try a few other things. Um, let's say we wanted to bring in, every song usually has some sort of beat, usually there's some sort of bass involved. Let's say we wanted to bring in some electric bass, bass electric, electric bass. Let's try nightclub electric bass. Catchy and nice. The um, the nightclub. This this bass. If I solo the bass, you get the impression that the bass is actually um, bringing some rhythm. There's a certain rhythm that's that uh, the the bassist here. bassist here 
the bassist here is introducing some rhythm right away. And the rhythm here, the, the, the right away, the, uh, the drum kit that we're using feels like it's half as fast as the bass. So this is where we can try to use a, um, go back to loops here, we can try to find a, um, a drum beat that matches up better with this beat, with, the, um, with what the electric bass is doing here. So we can try this. There's this one, there's, there's unexpected error beats. This is one of the, this, if you look up beat, this is one of the beats that's available in the loop. So let's see what happens when we drag this over. And then let's unsolo this. Let's mute. All right. Close up loops. This thing stops because it's half as long as the bass. To loop this, all you have to do is hit the stop button and you can right click and you can loop turn loop on all right and now it's just it's just looped forever so let's just hit a control z let's instead let's scroll over to see how okay so it's kind of looping forever which is fine um let's see here all right uh you can it kind of dissipate i i right clicked on it and the looping went away all right, so when you, let's see here. When you click on the end of it, even though your cursor doesn't change and you drag, it does it does loop this thing. All right, Logic 9, this does this a little bit better. All right, so this beat matches up with the tempo of the electric bass a little bit better. So you can see here that you might not end up using this electric bass or this beat but you're just getting a little bit of a sense of this gives you a little bit of a backing track in case you want to get going with singing or if you have your own guitar you want to start recording your own guitar into a new track let's say that's a little bit distracting and you want to just mute this let's say um, this sort of hi-hat sounding thing is a little bit distracting in the beat Let's say you wanted to find a better beat. Um, there's Latin percussion beat. Let's see what that sounds like. Latin percussion beat. All right, and let's do the same thing. Let's loop this over. Loop. You have to turn on loop on. All right, that's fine. Not sure why it loops all the way out here. Again, I'm, I'm more of a Logic Nine user. You can click on the. You can click on. Um, you can move the playhead over here. Right click, split by playhead, and then delete the second half. I mean, that's one way to do it. All right. All right, that's kind of fun. Still kind of a loud Let's try just one other beat. Let me mute this. Let's try just two other beats. Let's try um, Mad Hatter beat. 
number two. Um, loop on. All right, that's fine. And then let's try also, let's try two other ones and we'll just listen to all of them. Hi-hat minimal. Beat number one. Put the loop on and then let's try one more. Minimal. Tech beat. Let's turn on loop. All right, let's close these loops up and let's now mute them all. And let's unmute electric bass, which I've already done. The reason this was not going, the playhead is gonna keep looping is because I've clicked on this little yellow spot here. Um, never mind this marker. And I've turned looping on. And now let's hear these beats one by one by, by muting and soloing some of them. Let's listen to Mad Hatter. So I've soloed the two of them together. Let's try hi-hat minimal beat one. Let's try minimal tech beat. Let's say you just brought in the electric bass. This can just kind of help you get started uh, if you're starting to build a song and you're run out of inspiration, or if you already have a song um, that you started and you just like to see what it would sound like with just some stock background drums. All right. So that should give you a little bit of an overview of Logic's interface. You have the library of sounds here. Uh, you have these loops here. The, the loops in green um, open up like natural drum kit. Uh, the loops in green open up a um, MIDI area here that matches up when you open up the library it matches up to uh, some of your software instruments and then the other the other ones here close this up these are just audio files um, that are recorded by logic whoever created logic whoever they hired to bring these um, audio sounds into so the blue ones are audio sounds um, samples 
and the green one are these MIDI files. And so in the next episode of this introduction to logic, we will begin to mess with some of the other parts of the interface.